Thanksgiving extravaganza. Today is Wednesday, November 21st, which marks the end of the 27 days of football. It was a good run. We had 27 straight days of a football game on TV. I don't think we missed a pick the whole days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I had a nice, humble 100%, sure. Um, so today's going to be a nice little break. Drink a couple stouts. Get ready for uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow. Sure. A lot of football. Uh, we're we're going to start out, go through all the Thanksgiving Day games, and then we'll hit college, and then the rest of the NFL. Does that sound good to Randall? Yeah. By the way, I am joined with Randall this week, the sheriff. Did a great job hosting last week in my absence. You know, I heard from a lot of people it was a lot better when I was hosting it. Yeah. Huge spike in five-star ratings. Dozens of people told me that. Um, well, if if your hosting did anything to the results of our picks, you're never hosting again. Yeah, that's um, uh, okay. I'll, I'll accept that. It was depressing. I got torched all weekend. Yeah. If the my podcast picks I either got wrong or I got them right on the podcast – and changed my mind before the picks. So we'll get into the day in the NFL, but I had too many college picks. I think I went in with like 19 or 20 games and then did a couple second halves. Just too much. I came, out like, I came out like barely alive. I think I hit like 52% or something. Um, not good. Yeah. And, and then NFL was not good. That's why we're going to correct it this week. We're going to write the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you're probably listening to this either hopefully tonight, Wednesday night, or Thursday morning. We're into Thursday. So hopefully we can get you into these uh, Thanksgiving games. Uh, let's hit the the college game on Thanksgiving's the uh, – I think it's the Mississippi State at Ole Miss. Yep. Uh, this line – so it opened up at Mississippi State minus 8.5. It's now minus 13. And I liked, I really liked Mississippi State at eight and a half. Thirteen is is kind of crazy. I mean, this is a huge rivalry game. It's at Ole Miss. I mean, do you think there's any chance that Mississippi State's going to cover this uh, minus thirteen spread? I think they will cover it, but I probably won't bet on this one. I know Mississippi has no defense whatsoever. Yeah. They they let points fly up on them. Um, yeah. But their offense isn't terrible. Um, 13 points, kind of. I'm, I'm afraid on this one, especially for a rivalry game. You just, you never know. Yeah, I, I, I lean towards Ole Miss there. I, I, I liked Mississippi State at eight and a half. So if you got it there, that's good. But anything over 11, 11 to 13, I think you go Ole Miss here. Like I said, I think I might just stick to the NFL on Thanksgiving. Which let's get into that. Let's. Uh, the noon game is Chicago at Detroit. Detroit's plus three right now. Um, and it's been known for the, most of the week that carry on's been out. Right. But it just came out today that Mitch Trubisky's not starting. Um, people are pounding the Lions. I took them at the plus three. I like that at the number. I liked them anyway. I thought this was a, um, you know, the Lions have, you know, they're the team that you always watch on Thanksgiving and, I can't really remember how bad they've I've seen them. I feel like I've seen them blow out a lot. Yeah. Um, mm. At home in Detroit, you know, I was leaning Chicago all week, but with Mitch out, um, I really like the Lions here. 
Are you, what do you think? Are you sticking with the Bears or do you like I'm the sticking Lions? with the Bears. Yeah. I think the the reason the, the Bears have been so successful this season is because Mitch Trubisky has given – he's had really good simple reads given him by Matt Nagy. If you watch him play, if his first read's not there, he's taken off. Um, I think that uh, – is it Chase Daniel? Is their backup quarterback? Mm-hmm. As long as he protects the ball, I think they'll be okay. That's a, that's a lot to ask of a backup quarterback. But the Bears' real strength, of course, is the defense. Yeah. Um, we carry on Johnson out of the Lions. Um, that kind of leaves uh, Matt Stafford one-dimensional, and the Bears are going to know what to expect mm-hmm. from that. I don't see LeGarrette Blunt um, being able to pick up where carry on Johnson left off. I like the Bears to cover on this one. Right. Divided house here. Hot take. An emotional lunchtime <laughs> in the long shots house. That way, no matter who wins, we can say we called it. Yeah, someone can brag. <laughs> That's the important thing on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, all right. The 430 game, Washington at Dallas. This one opened up at 9.5. It's down to 7. Um, guessing mostly because of the Alex Smith injury. Yep. You've got Colt McCoy, I think, starting with... Uh, What's his name as the uh, the backup? Who'd they sign this week? I can I can never remember his name. It's a um, guy who he played for everybody. Yeah, yeah serial <laughs> uh, backup guy. Wow, we're terrible at this. Yeah, not good. Um, what do you think about this line though? I mean, do you, what do you think about laying seven on Dallas on Thanksgiving? I'll give it to him. You like it? Um, it's at home. Dallas has been hot. Lately, uh, the Redskins um, certainly now are trending in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. like Dallas's defense better than Redskins. Um, I, I'm gonna give that one to the the Cowboys. Yeah, I like them at the seven. I, I agree with you. Maybe even buy a half a point down to uh, six and a half, or or wait and, and see if that comes down. Uh, I don't really see them losing this game. I don't really see them pulling away in the blowout either. Yeah. So, but at seven, I like this. This line, Thursday night, when we're all too fat and drunk to remember it, uh, the Falcons at the Saints. This line is insane. It's it opened up at minus fourteen and a half. It's minus thirteen. Take it and run with it. The Saints. Lock it in. This is my favorite pick of the week, and it's the Falcons. Oh God. <laughs> I've lost I've lost money on the Falcons in the past few weeks. This line's just too huge, man. This is a divisional matchup. This is a huge overreaction, a giant overreaction. That's why you've seen it go from 14.5 to 13. Yeah. At 13, I still I love the Falcons. It's going to be a huge bounce-back game for them. It's going to be a come-down game for the Saints. You, this is just way too big of a line for me. I love this. If you're looking for value, this is the value pick in the Falcons. If you're looking for reason, this is the reason because the Saints. <laughs> Dude, the, the Saints have just, they have been rolling over everybody. There's, of course, the, the narrative this week are the three teams in the NFL that are playing the new style of football, yeah. which is just throw up, you know, 70 points or whatever. Yeah. Throw, you know, throw up some points on there. Um, you know, the Saints, they just keep pulling receivers out of nowhere. Never heard of these guys every week, and they're making awesome plays. Of course, you got Kamara. You got Ingram, who's playing awesome now. Michael Thomas, um, I don't think there's anybody in the Falcons secondary who can stop Michael Thomas. Um, I, I just I can see the Saints winning this one by, uh, you're going to laugh at me, maybe 25 points. 
<laughs> when I saw it come down to 13, I went and locked it in. Then I don't think it's an issue for them to handle it. The Falcons have just been pitiful. They, you know, they, they've lost two games here, one to the Browns, one to, you know, Dallas. Mm-hmm. This is in the Superdome. This is on Thanksgiving. Um, Breeze is going to show out. Mm-hmm. You're not talking me out of this one. You're not talking me out of this one. <laughs> there have been these games every week where I like the underdog, you like the favorite. Yep. By Sunday, I bet the favorite and yep. the underdog wins the game. This is very true. It happened with the Chargers, and we'll get into that. Yeah. But I liked the Broncos, and I went with the Chargers. Broncos win the game. Um, so <laughs> I'm going with the Falcons this week. Stick it to my guns. Uh, I like it. All right, so just to be clear, I got Bears. Yeah, and I've got Lions. And I've got the Cowboys. I agree with you on that. Okay. And then and then we're split on the Falcon Saints. Sweet. Whew. We're so, gonna see who ends Thanksgiving yeah, with a, be a fun Thanksgiving. More dollars. Yeah. Um, on to college football Saturday. This is gonna be a great Saturday to watch college football. Um, a lot of interesting games. I mean, obviously the next week is gonna be absolutely electric with the uh, championship games coming up. But there are a lot of key games here. Um, let's talk a little bit about last week. Um, can you give me a dead-ass right and a dead-ass wrong in college? Sure. Um, dead-ass right was uh, Middle Tennessee State covering against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a close one, but I was still dead-ass right. You can't take that from me. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> dead-ass wrong was first half Bama. Oh, my God. <laughs> but actually, no. The rest of the world was dead-ass wrong. If you follow our podcast, I said I was afraid of the Citadel. Yeah, we didn't like them to cover that game. Yeah, we warned you. Yeah. They and then I cover. took a look at the first half spread. Uh, it was 41, I think. Yeah. And the full game was 51. So I wasn't going to bet it. I almost went Citadel, stayed away from it. Man, that game. If you bet first half Citadel on that, you were a genius. We I need mean, to have you on this show. If you bet Citadel at all, I mean, they, yeah. they came out. Citadel should have just quit at halftime. Yep. Just let it be a tie. Yeah, they should have. Do some, like, uh, some UCF kind of uh, marketing thing. Like, we tied Bama. That's right. At Bama. That's right. <laughs> um, let's see. What's my – my dead-ass rights were the – it's got to be Maryland and Indiana. That Maryland game is so awesome. Yeah. I was at um, at Clemson. To watch the Clemson game, we were watching. Me and my uh, father-in-law were watching games in the bar. Shout out to my in-laws if they're listening to this. I told them I had a podcast. So. No cussing this hey week. Guys, no, no cussing. Um, <laughs> dead butt right, dead butt. Right. <laughs> dead booty. Um, but man, that Maryland game. I mean, from the get-go, we were listening in the car, and they they went up huge at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, the final score really doesn't reflect how crappy. Ohio State actually played in that game. I cannot believe they came back. Yeah. But watching the end of that game was so electric. Suddenly everyone in the sports bar we were at were Maryland fans. Um, Ohio poor, State's fun to poor, hate. Poor Urban on the sidelines, man, just grabbing his, like, like his bag was hurting. <laughs> he had thought had a brain aneurysm. He may die this year <laughs> on the field. Uh, but those were fun to watch. And those were some of the, some of the big spreads I liked. Um, this comes so the Clemson game, when we recorded, it was 
tw uh, minus 28 and a half. Yep, I told you to lock it in. Yeah, we all liked it. <laughs> we also liked the over, which didn't even come close. But we no. liked Clemson at minus 28 and a half. I didn't lock it in until game day when it was 29. It pushed at 29. Yep. Uh, not fun to be there and, and see it push. wasn't fun first half to watch anyway against Duke. But um, UCF covered big. Moved past, um, they moved past Ohio State to get at number nine this week. That was UCS national chance to say, "Hey, respect us, watch us." Yeah, or at least make some way for these like group of five um, or these mid-major conferences to have some kind of chance. Yeah. Um, well, they're not in the group of five; they're in the power six. Yeah, the power six. <laughs> yeah, these mid-major teams. Um, but yeah, huge statement there going ahead of Ohio State. But those were some of the. I mean, I guess you can't really say Clemson was dead ass wrong, but I'm trying to find something. Oh, Oklahoma. I've never been more confident of anything in my life. How stupid of me to think that Oklahoma could play defense against anybody. Yep. They gave up 40 points to Kansas. Yep. Um, and we'll get into the Oklahoma-West Virginia game this week. but I think I have a new um, rule for myself on gambling. If the word Oklahoma is in one of the teams, I'm probably going to bet over. Yeah. yeah Score points, and they, and they don't play defense. This Big 12 is just over city. Um, so, yeah, kind of a kind of a rocky, rough week in college. But it's over. It's Thanksgiving. Big, long weekend. Somehow I ended that week in the positive. Yeah. Um, Mainly Monday night bailed me out. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Washington at Washington State. Washington State is minus three. The over-under is 49. I love Washington State here, man. I'm with you on this they, one. I mean, I cannot believe this line isn't seven, six and a half, something like that. Um, Washington started the season well. They haven't impressed me in the past couple weeks. But this Washington State, I mean, they're almost larger than life with Mike Leach. This quarterback, Minch, Minchie or something. I mean, he's leading the nation in passing, I think. Yep. They're unbelievably good looking on offense. And they've got a, a pretty strong defense. This overrunner's 49. Um, I love Washington State here. I'm with you on that one. I think they're rolling. Um, Called that one last week, too. Oklahoma at West Virginia. West Virginia is plus one and a half. I mean, this, this line has swung kind of back and forth. I think it was like... Plus three, and then they almost got bet down to a pick them. Now they're back as an underdog. Uh, I love love West Virginia here. I think this is going to be a bounce-back victory for them. Oklahoma's shown that they can't play defense. They gave up 40 points to Kansas. This over-under is 84, and I love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it so much. And I like West Virginia. Um, I like the over way more than I like anybody against the spread, but I think West Virginia is going to have the edge in this game. However, Oklahoma maybe, you know, Bringing everything they got, this is a super important game for them as far as playoff implications go. But the winner of this game will go to the Big 12 championship. So we'll see what happens there. But I, I do like West Virginia to keep it within a point, maybe win that game. Uh, do you have anything on Alabama at Auburn? Bama's minus 24, over-under is 52.5. I've learned to stay away from Alabama-Auburn. I know, I know Alabama's a much better team than Auburn this year. 28 points, though, um, against the SEC yeah. rival. Um, I like Alabama. I lean towards them, but I'm staying away from that one. Bama's going to win this game by 40 points. 
So I, th- I take it that means you're going to stay away from it too then, right? I love Bama. And I, I, like, <laughs> I like the over here. Bama's going to roll over Auburn, man. Did Bama learn a lesson last week? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think Nick, Nick Saban enjoyed that first half because he got the chance to teach him a lesson? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> God, I would not want to be in that locker room at yeah. halftime. But at this point, they're just playing with teams. But, yeah, they're going to roll over Auburn. No problem. Um, the other big game with playoff implications is Michigan at Ohio State. Man, Michigan's minus four and a half. I'm staying away from this one, man. I know this is the one we're supposed to have a really fun professional opinion on. I think this is going to be as close as it can get. I'm going to give you my professional opinion. What's that? Michigan is a much better team. Don't be dumb. But this, <laughs> this rivalry, man. It's, it's a rivalry, but Ohio State is just so inconsistent where Michigan has been the opposite. Um, Michigan's defense is fantastic. Um, I definitely lean Michigan. It's just like... I'm just getting the willies from it, you know. Yeah, everybody's getting the willies. There's a lot of money going towards Ohio State on this one. Yeah. Um, A popular saying that I believe in is if it's a popular dog, stay away from it. Yeah. It might bite you. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it first here. Um, I like Michigan on this one. I've already bet on this one. I locked it in at a four and a half. Yeah. Um, I'll probably follow you there. I was kind of on the fence. Um, We'll see. A couple other games I like. Right now, the line is uh, in Memphis and Houston. Memphis is minus seven. Houston's quarterback's out. I love Memphis. Yeah, get on that. I'm not sure why that line didn't move immediately. I'm not sure when they they uh, said he was out, but um, yeah, I like Memphis. Yeah. Um. So Boise State at Utah State. Uh, Boise State's at home minus two. I want to bet Utah State so bad, but you just don't bet against Boise State at home. No. They're they, the only team that knows how to play on that obnoxious field. Yeah. Um, I like the over, 67.5. That's probably the play in this game. If you want to go for the upset with Utah State, Utah State looks really good. Yeah. But I, we learned our lesson with Fresno State. Even Fresno though, State looked really even good. Even though they came out swinging, Boise State always comes back. And in minus two... I just don't know if that's enough to give them on the blue turf. No. Um, I'm probably going to stay away from that. I, I, I like the over. Um, anything else you like? Um, Syracuse, Boston College. Boston College is a seven-point favorite, which I think is nuts. I think that's crazy. I, I think it's an overreaction last week. Syracuse getting blown out and then Florida State yeah. straight up beating them. Yeah. What, do you, what do you like there? Um, Boston College got beat by Florida State. Florida State is abysmal. Yeah. This year, if you just look at the comparables, what Syracuse did to Florida State, which I know you shouldn't do that mm-hmm. for every game, um, I'm not sure how this line got thrown in any other direction. I guess it was over interaction, like you said. So you like Syracuse? I like Syracuse. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's a huge overreaction to last week, but I mean, they did look nasty last week. They couldn't put a play together, couldn't put right. a single drive together. I think it's more but, of a testament to how good Notre Dame is. Yeah, I think you're right. What was our pick on the show for that last week? Um, Notre Dame, I yeah. think. I, I was leaning Syracuse. I didn't have, like, a, a huge pick on that. Yeah. I think you talked me into Notre Dame. I tried to go contrarian. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. Kind of like that. Yep, uh, Syracuse was a popular underdog, dog. 
Yeah. Last week, and they, they bit us. <laughs> bit anybody that gambled on you them. You get caught up in the storylines, man. It's like, oh, this could be the thing. This could For be the me, time they fall. But. That's the story of Ohio State and Michigan this week. Yeah. I think people are getting caught up in the storylines. Um, like like you said, you know, Ohio but it's, State. It's actually happened before. Yeah. yeah th- this exact thing, I've, I've put so much money on <laughs> Michigan to just watch them crumble at the times that you're expecting them to do well. Um, but no, I am gonna I'm gonna ride with you on Michigan there. I like Nebraska minus ten at Iowa. I also like Northwestern minus seventeen versus Illinois. Uh, Florida is minus six at Florida State. What do you think about that? I like that one. You like Florida? Yeah. Me too. Um, I think that is also kind of a. I mean, Florida beat the snot out of uh, whoever they played. It was some FCS team, I think. That was an ugly game. Um, Florida State beat Boston College. And this is at Florida State, so that definitely helps them. But Florida's rolling, man. I mean, I think they're having one of the best seasons they've had in a very, very long time. I think they're going to have no trouble taking this rivalry by a touchdown or more. Sure. Um, Let me see what else I like. Clemson's minus 26 versus South Carolina in the public, and the public money is all over that. Sharps love Clemson. I'm not so sure. I might just stay away from it and watch it and enjoy it. I'm staying away from it so I can't but, enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you little Gamecock fan over there. Absolutely. You can't put money. <clears throat> one. You don't want to do the emotional hedge. If I was going to bet on this, it would be for Clemson, and I just yeah. don't want those mixed emotions. Uh, <laughs> apt alert sound of the ESPN thing going. Um, ESPN had to tell me that LeBron is playing in Cleveland. All right, thank you, ESPN. Thank you. Um. Temple UConn over sixty seven, I like that one a lot. Oh. Um, UConn's just hitting these overs like crazy. Temple can score points too, and that's kind of a low total than what I thought it would be. Thought it'd be kind of more seventy one, seventy two. Mm-hmm. Love that over. So, to recap the things, one more things I love. Oh, you got one. I like NC State in North Carolina as a, a seven and a half point favorite at UNC. Yeah, I like it. I'll ride with you on that. Um, so Washington, Washington State, minus three. Uh, I like West Virginia in the over. I like Bama in the over. I lean Ole Miss. I'll probably end up taking Ole Miss. Uh, we're going to go with Michigan, minus four and a half. I kind of like the under in that game, too. It's 56. Did I say NC State? Was it NC State? It's at North Carolina. No, yeah, you said it's at North Carolina. Yeah, okay, good. Um we're going to roll with Memphis minus 7. We're going to roll with the Boise State, Utah State over. And then I got Nebraska, Florida, Northwestern, UConn over, um, NC State, and Syracuse. Yep. We're going to tweet out these picks, so make sure you follow the Twitter. Yeah. Um, all right. So that will be a good Thursday-ish, Friday-ish. A lot of these big games are actually on Friday. And then, and then Saturday. So, all right, let's get in college. You want to get in the NFL? Let's do it. All right, so we've covered the Thanksgiving games. And actually, the more that I'm thinking about it, I'll probably end up taking the Bears with you. I knew it. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to this, probably take the Bears. I'm going to do a little bit more research on this game. Full disclosure, um, I'm a salesperson as, per, as a profession, so... 
being persuasive as a talent that I have. It doesn't mean that you should listen to me at all. I think it's more that I'm just doubting myself. And so if, if anyone is saying anything <laughs> different than what I'm saying, I'm like, they must know something and don't. Um, yeah. That line just scares me, man. But I know I probably gave a lot of love to the lines, but I'm kind of nervous about that one. But let's move on. Let's okay. get into Sunday. I do not like a lot of these games going on it Sunday. It stinks. It is terrible. This week stinks. Um, My advice for the majority of these is going to be to stay away. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. There's a lot of double-digit lines. There's a lot of th- uh, lines that didn't really expect to see. Lines that are so off from what I thought it'd be, it just scares me. It makes me think that everyone knows something I don't. Right. Like just like Jacksonville game. Just like Jacksonville last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so New England is at uh, New York Jets. They are minus nine and a half on the road. This over under is forty six and a half. Uh, I guess I like the Patriots. Yeah. Um, coming off a bye. This is one of the few that I like. Yeah. Um, actually got it at minus nine. Which feels a little bit better to me. Um, yeah, being a divisional game, mm-hmm. I think the I think the Patriots are really just focused on um, winning the division. Um, I think that's why you saw them fall to the Titans or yeah. so when they did. Also, Belichick has not had a still you know still a record against previous assistants mm-hmm. this season, which hurt him against the Titans. Made the Titans look a little bit better than they really are. Right. I like I like the Pats on this one. Yeah, me too. Glad we feel good about at least one of these. Um, <laughs> Oakland at Baltimore. Baltimore's Run. minus ten and a half. Over under is forty three. Run. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this game. Do man. nothing. It is um, okay not to gamble on is, some games. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I know, but we have a podcast. We have to at least give out an opinion. Okay. Um, my uh, opinion is to stay away from it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, man, this is just, ugh. I kind of like Oakland, and that's why, that's why I hate this game is because I, I like Oakland. Um, they were six and a half point dogs on the road against, um, who was it on the road? Was it in Arizona? Yeah. Um, they won that game. Against Bruton's best wishes. Baltimore, they looked decent with Lamar Jackson last week. They had a couple hiccups. Couldn't really put a consistent offense together. Yeah. I don't know about ten and a half points, man. But I also just don't know about the Raiders. I'm seeing some places it's up to eleven for Baltimore. What do they know that we do not? Oh, by the public is going to be all over the Ravens here. Yeah. No question about it. I feel like the Sharps are going to be on the Raiders. But yeah, this will be as hard as it's going to be. It's going to be a pass for me. Yep. I hate everything about it. Uh, Giants going into Philly. Philly's minus six. Over-unders 46 and a half. What do you like about this one? Are the Giants good? You know what? I mean, it's been kind of back and forth, you know? Yeah. Um, and are the Eagles bad? The Eagles are actually bad. These are real questions that I'm asking myself. They looked so bad last week. They looked terrible. Terrible. Um, I, I really, really like the Giants here. Um the public money is pretty even, but it got bet down from plus seven to plus six. I like the Giants. Yeah. I really do. Um, they've got more upside than Philly, I think. And 
that's not just saying like Philly's on the Super Bowl hangover, but I, th- I just think they've just not been able to put anything together. Uh, you know, they've got Fournette back, but they've been a little conservative with him, and he really hasn't done anything. And all their other running back options are abysmal. So they're sure. going to be a little bit one dimensional. The Giants have had a lot of issues on defense. I mean, Eli Manning's. Eli Manning put together that amazing fourth quarter drive and that comeback a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, so he's got the ability to put something together at the end of this game. So I like the Giants to at least keep this game close. Um, 49ers going into Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay's plus three at home. What do you like about this one? I think this is a bounce back game for Winston. I know you're looking at me. Yeah, um, I think this is the game he needs to play to keep his spot on the roster. Um, I like the Bucks on this one. I'm terrified to say that they've just been so up and down. If you think about this coaching matchup, yeah. Kyle Shanahan, I think they're just going to be a more balanced and consistent team. I like the 49ers plus three. I think I guess Nick Mullins is still going to be their quarterback. Yeah. Um, you never know what he's going to bring. I say I like Winston on this one. This is another game I'm staying away from. Yeah. If the, I was um, to bet it, um, there I, are very few tickets on this game too, compared to everything else. No one likes this game. Yeah. Um, but I like the Forty Niners. I will bet that. Uh, Browns going into Cincinnati. This game is ugh, too. Um, Actually, I, I like this one. This is going to be the Hugh Jackson Bowl, actually. Yeah. So that scares me. You've got Hugh Jackson over in Cincinnati. But did Hugh Jackson, I mean, did he actually participate in coaching the Browns? Does he really have any idea what's going on over there? Yeah, he's got the playbook. He was calling plays for a little while, wasn't he? I mean, was that always Todd Haley? I feel like it's a different team now that he's gone. I still feel like he's got a, at least a little bit to to serve against them. Um what, I mean, what do you like in this game? I like the Browns. Yeah, me too. Um, I think the Bengals' defense is abysmal. Yeah. Dude, Baker Mayfield is, is coming together. He's, he had, he's, I mean, what you would expect from a rookie season. but They have all the pieces of a complete offense. Right. Um, right. And they're finally starting to put it together right. Um, I think Greg Williams is playing for his job to remain as head coach. Absolutely. He has no um, White House experience, so that no. might hurt him. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I like the Browns. Um, this over. What is this over X? I remember. Forty-seven and a half. Yeah, I like the under. Um, I, I I think this will probably end up being a low-scoring game. Yeah. But don't take that to the bank. Um, Seahawks at Carolina. Carolina's minus three at home. Uh, what do you think about this? The public is loving the Seahawks here. Um, bystanders, passerbys, are are seeing Carolina these past few weeks and and seeing nothing that they like. Obviously, against the Steelers, it was nasty. Last week, it just came down to a uh, to a play call. I mean, Ron Rivera is like, you go for two on the road. That's oh what my you gosh, do. That was terrible. That was just disgusting. Your, their defense had been stopping the Lions there in that fourth quarter. I was at Thanksgiving with the in-laws, and I immediately went to bad mood. Mode. <laughs> it's like I'm just gonna, I'm 
She's going to put logs on the fire. Here's the thing I think hurts the Carolina Panthers. Um, well, I'll go to a positive. DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are extremely explosive players. Mm-hmm. I feel like every other time Curtis Samuel catches the ball, it's for a touchdown. Right. A bad thing that's going to happen this week is that Torrey Smith is healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think he's going to eat up some playing time from DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, which is crazy. When I saw Torrey Smith was healthy, I said, oh, no. Yeah. Um, I, I really do think, I think that Curtis Samuel has so much potential. He could be a number one. Oh, yeah. Um. I really do think he is just the most undervalued player for the Panthers. Um, my, my gut is a is the I would bet for the Seahawks, but yeah. I, don't, I don't want to bet against the Panthers, so I'm going to stay away from. I it. love the Panthers here. I think this is a good bounce back time for them. Seahawks have they've had a couple issues. Russell Wilson doesn't look the same that he he has before. He doesn't have as many options. Um, personally. And Green um, Bay did gift them that game. Absolutely. Yeah, I will absolutely. say that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, li- I like the Panthers here. If Torrey Smith coming back means they keep it out of the hands of Funches, <laughs> I'm then, okay with uh, that. That's okay. Because that boy lost that game. Funches kept it out of his own hands. Yes. Last week. Absolutely. Him and Gano, they lost that game. I mean, yeah. it was nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Um, Jacksonville going into Buffalo. Do you know the line on this? It is Jacksonville three and a half. Yeah. I was going to have you guess if you didn't know. Oh. Um, I'll guess. I what, guess it's Jacksonville uh, three I, and a half point favorite. They're, they're minus three in my book right now, but I think, the, yeah, the juice is um, minus 120, so I'm sure it's going up yeah. in other books. What do you like? I like Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> um. This is the game where I know that I know nothing because of the line. Yeah. I like Jacksonville, but it scares me. Um, A lot of sharps are actually coming in on Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo at home with Jacksonville, the sunny hot boys. You never know, man. You never know. I'm probably going to stay away from this game. I know to stay away from it. Um but only because my gut tells me Buffalo, but I if I bet this game, it will be the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Buffalo will win outright. I and could easily see this game being 21-3 Buffalo. I could also easily <laughs> see this game being 21-3 Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville put together a very good effort last week against the Steelers. Not quite it's good enough. Not good enough. I mean, the Steelers, we'll get to the Steelers, but... Um, I'm not sure if that's enough for them to to win this or at least pull away by more than a field goal in the cold. It's probably going to be really cold. I lean Buffalo here. If Buffalo covers this game, I'm going to take credit. If they don't, I'm going to say they pass, we passed on this one. That's just how we're going to do it. Um, afternoon games, Arizona playing the Chargers. The Chargers are minus 12. I love the Chargers. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, bounce back Bosa's, game. Bosa's I mean, back. I love them. I, the The Cardinals are just look just absolutely nothing going on. Yeah. I mean, um, their running game has so much potential. Nothing really is coming out of it. 
seems like Josh Rosen, if he's going to get anything done, he's got an audible and he's got to take care of it by himself. They looked not good against the Raiders. And you can be 12 and a half points on the road or laying 12 at home for the Chargers. I'm absolutely going to take that. Um, are we are we in agreement on that one? Yep. Cool. Uh, Dolphins at Colts. This one opened up minus 10. Now it's down to minus 7.5. Everyone loves the Dolphins. Um, what do you think? I know Tannehill's back. Yeah. That's that's really what swayed the, the line there. I'm still not a believer in the Dolphins. Yeah, no. At minus 7.5, I, I do like the Colts. Yeah. I'm seeing good. some places it's still minus 10 really? for the Colts, yeah. Huh. No, Tannehill's worth about two and a half point swing. That that'll come down, but definitely don't take the Colts at minus. What are you 10. showing for the uh, over on that? The over under. Uh, I've got fifty one right here. Yeah, fifty one. I like the under on that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've been getting torched on the NFL over under, so I've just not really even been <laughs> messing around with them. It's much easier with college. Yeah, absolutely. Except for the. Uh, we forgot to talk about the one over-under that everyone hit, well, including us. Yeah. Well, I did place a tiny little small bet on the under before the Monday night football game. Immediately kicked myself and then just went all in on the second half, yep. which, was, which pretty much brought me out of my entire in a, like Sunday slump. I don't think there were any live bet overs that you would have lost. No, at one point I saw it at 95, and I laughed out loud. Yeah. Laughed out loud. It got one, there. 105, yeah. Crazy game. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy that game? I love Do you it. want to see more of that? <laughs> did that get old to you? Um, you think? I think most coaches know that that is not a sustainable pace right. to win that. Right. You have to have a defense. Yeah, that's what I loved about it, because that's it's not going to be a consistent thing. The NFL's not turning into that, right? Per se, I think they're adapting a lot of college offense styles. Defenses are going to catch up with that. I did like that game. Um, I did enjoy watching it because there were some defensive score. That game was almost the most symmetrical game you could ask for. Yeah. Scary symmetrical. Yeah, and it wasn't that there was an absolutely no defense. It's just. In those moments, like when games like that, it just kind of gets away, you know? There was no pass defense. Right. I mean, when you have one team score in 45 seconds, the pressure on the other team is to score fast. And it's just going to be like that. You know, defense or no defense, that pressure, like every play feels like a two-minute drill, you're going to have a high-scoring game. Right. Because in two-minute drills, people... You know, people drive down the field fast like that, no problem. Watching that game, I did have a thought on the Chiefs' final drive. Um, once Tyreek Hill got the unnecessary roughness called against him, mm-hmm. I would have declined that if I was Andy Reid. If you were Andy Reid? Yeah. Why? Um, I feel like that gave them too many yards to get close, and they scored on the next play. You mean after if you were McVay? No. I would have declined it if I was Andy Reid. It was a... Against Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Why would Andy Reid decline? I'm thinking 3D chess here. You got you to gotta follow me. <laughs> Tyreek Hill got out on Sportsman <clears throat> like Condal against him. Yes. Andy Reid, 
the well, Chiefs coach declined. Excuse me, Tyreek Hill received an unsportsmanlike. Received, okay. Yeah. I, I thought you meant when he scored and was showboating and they got that penalty. No. Okay. So I believe it was like a late hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yes. Player. Yes, you're right. Um, I thought you were saying that Andy Reid, like, no. <laughs> unsportsmanlike conduct on Tyreek Hill. Andy Reid's like, no. Actually, I'm, I'm not going to participate. No, no. So <laughs> declined that. I think that got. Um, the Chiefs should have taken longer to score on that drive. Right. right. Um, they should have let Kareem Hunt run that up the gut mm-hmm. um, just to move the sticks and get some first downs. Um, when they let, or when they scored and there was you know, close to a minute left, there was over a minute, excuse me, um, that was bad news for yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah. They should have chewed up a little more clock on that. Like I said, that pace is just, um, you know, the Rams had no timeouts. Mm-hmm. If they would have chewed up a little more clock, they could have won that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But, but it was an absolute blast to watch. That was a lot of um, fun. Anyways, Pittsburgh. Back, back yeah, Pittsburgh at Denver. Uh, Denver is sitting at right now. I think plus three at home. Everything like the, like the sharp guy in me, the trying to be a smart guy. It's telling me to take the Broncos. But, man, three points for Pittsburgh. I like it. I mean, I think I'll end up sharp for 11 Denver. I think um, the public's going to go all over Pittsburgh. Yeah. So if you like Denver, wait, because you'll be able to get that at four, four and a half. Um, I think it's pretty rare that Big Ben's going to have a game like that two weeks in a row. Yeah. The, that you're talking about, like, the first half struggle? Yeah. I agree. I I think that they're gonna, I think they're gonna crush them. I right. It's gonna be. I mean, at least a touchdown, eight, nine, ten points. Yeah. Um, but man, I'm just having a hard time with the uh, with the Broncos there, especially after I I picked them and then I didn't go with them and then they broke my heart last week. Mm. But yeah, I I do like the Steelers there. Uh, Green Bay, Minnesota. I feel like this game happens every two weeks. Yeah. Why does it feel like the Packers play the Vikings like four or five times a year? I don't know why I think that, but it just feels like this has happened. I can't help you out there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you like? What do you like? At plus three. I think they are both looking for a good bounce back game on this. Um, I don't think Kirk Cousins is at the level that uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers is. I don't think Mike McCarthy is at the level that Zimmer is at. Mm-hmm. I think this is a pretty even. I'm, I think this line may even move a little bit closer. Um, I, I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to pick on this one. I, I'm almost stay away from it. I would lean Packers, but I'm almost stay away. Yeah, I'm gonna see if this line comes down. If I can get it at two and a half, I'll probably take the Vikings. Yeah. Green Bay has just had issues in the kind of issues you really don't come back from that easily i think there will be a coaching change next year um they're going to figure out how they've got to figure out how to use the talent that rogers has around him because there is some really good talent on that offense um the defense has had a a ton of issues this year aaron jones is fantastic yeah absolutely i mean all these guys Devontae adams they look really really good they're just not being utilized in the play calling like I think they should be. You see it when it works. I mean, they put together some really good drives. Um, they got to fix their, they got to fix that offense, man. 
Um, but I, I lean Minnesota here. It's going to be hard to pass the Sunday night game. but um, It's hard to pass any primetime games. Yeah, because this is all that's left. I'm probably down. Um, I'll try to get all my money back on the Vikings. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Vikings here, especially and get down off that three. The three scares me in a field goal game. You, you want to stay away from these uh, these football numbers. Um, Titans at Houston. Houston's minus six at home on Monday night. Um, this is actually off the board for a lot of people because I, I, I don't have this on my board because of, I think, the Titans quarterback situation. It's not yeah. clear who's starting. If you give me... Five and a half or less, I, I'm taking Houston. Yeah. Anything other than that, I'm probably going to have to take the Titans. Houston, well, I'll start with the Titans. The Titans have been the most up-and-down team. No consistency at all. And I think I've gotten them wrong each time, you know, trying to either pick them or fade them. Houston ripped my heart out last week, and they may be the most fraudulent seven-win team I've ever seen. Um, two of those they really didn't deserve, barely squeaked out, like last week. Um, but they they ripped my heart out with that um, with not covering. Yeah. That was my my favorite pick of the past couple weeks. But uh, I still like them here for five and a half, six points. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I think that even if Mariota does play, if he's not 100%, which if he's still questionable now, I don't think he's going to be playing at 100%, then um, I'm mm-hmm. definitely with, with Houston on that one. Cool. Yeah. I'm with you there. All right. Should we wrap up here? Yeah, we got to give our uh, our ticket to the bank picks. If you had to bet one, if you had to put your mortgage, I'm not. We're not betting one, Randall. You gotta. If, you gotta if. learn. You gotta learn this life, man. <laughs> I'm. I'm. No. What is your favorite? We're taking pick-up? four four games each. Okay, right? four games. Four oh, games each. No. Yep. Four games each because okay. we gotta have some kind of record. Would you rather be two and two or zero oh and one? Zero oh and one. <laughs> We, know, um, we all know my philosophy when it comes to gambling. Yeah. All okay. or nothing. All right. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Okay. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Um, I'm going to go with the Patriots. And I'm going to go with the... I'm actually going to take the under in the... Um, Chargers game, 45. Okay. Yeah, I think that's going to be a little scoring. All right, give me four. Colts, Browns, Saints, Cowboys. I cannot wait for Thursday night. <laughs> our, our text thread is going to be on fire. By the way, if I had to do one, it would be the Saints. I did it. <laughs> to get the big mortgage. <laughs> You you just put your mortgage on a thirteen point favorite in a divisional matchup. Watch me rise. I know. <laughs> but I I swear to you, I will take the Falcons. Okay. You will not talk me into it. I better see a screenshot. Yeah. Um. All right. We'll post those picks on Twitter if you can't remember them or if you uh, couldn't lock them in that fast. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, follow us at the Long Shots Pod on Twitter. 
And uh, we will see you next week. Any parting thoughts, Randall? I got nothing to say. All right. Happy betting. Happy Thanksgiving. Have fun.